right, welcome to another episode of Slinging the Pill. Once again, I am uh, Jeff Tuckett, uh, rocking with you on a what, what day is it? We usually record on Sunday. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Tuesday. I was moving, and so we could not do our episode on our normal scheduled day. So we are a little bit delayed. But yeah, I am Jeff Tuckett, and I am Tyler Fessler. Yeah, we could not be more excited to uh, give you another episode uh, covering and reviewing week three while previewing week four of high school football in the state of Utah. Um, Just some upcoming news uh, in the coming weeks here. We're going to be coming out with our midseason position rankings. We did position rankings in the offseason, and it was quite the hit. So we're going to do the midseason season rankings and obviously at the end of the season when everything's said and done we'll do our uh, end of season position rankings so that is something to look forward to um, we're going to drop them actually in the podcast before we put them on Instagram so that gives you an incentive to listen and, and then to and to, to hear the your name if you're on there in on the podcast so uh, we're going to start as we normally do in 6A and we're going to review some of the games from this past Friday, uh, some of the highlights, some of the upsets, some of the surprises. And then as we do, we're going to then preview next week's 6A games and then go all the way down from 5A to 4A all the way to 1A. So, Tyler, what were some of the games in 6A that uh, that were of interest to you? You know, I know uh, this is actually going to be coming kind of out of left field here. I don't know if you're ready for this, um, but you know, you know me, me growing up in the in the Syracuse region, you know West Point. Uh, we always had our rival was was Davis. They were always the team to beat, uh-huh. and uh, you know they struggled against Granger. And really, yeah, up until the fourth quarter, uh, you know Granger was right there. I mean, we're talking it, it was we're you know nail biter of a game. And Granger is not very good. Uh, I did think, and, and I, no. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, laugh at somebody that 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 that's going to lose or whatever. I mean, you lose, you lose. But um, I thought, I honestly thought that Davis was going to be right there with Weber, uh, kind of one two, and then Syracuse, yeah. Fremont, like three four, uh, and then the, you know the rest of that region there. But uh, it looks like Davis is is definitely taking a step back this year. Um, For sure. I mean, like you know, we we say all the time on this. Sometimes you can win. A game but really lose it and uh, I think that might be the case here for the Davis darts just because honestly they should have destroyed Granger they probably should have beat him 35-14 now of course I didn't watch this game and the box store score and statistics don't tell you everything uh, but obviously and, and maybe we got to give Granger a little bit more pub there but uh, definitely kind of uh, an interesting game not not a not a game that you know a ton of people are going to be really talking about it kind of slips under the radar but definitely a game that that caught my eye this week weekend oh yeah for sure um i think uh, another unfortunate thing is mason rigby from davis who's their best pass rusher had the game winning sack on that and and on the game winning sack he tore his acl and he's out for the season so 
that's a that's a key piece that's also going to be gone from from here on out for for the Davis darts, which is truly unfortunate. Uh, another one I thought was interesting was Roy at Clearfield. Um, Roy is now two and one, Clearfield one and two. Talk about an explosive uh, offensive game. The ending score was forty eight to thirty four, and there was a lot of of names that we've mentioned on Sling in the Pill. Uh, Kai Worth for Clearfield had an eighty one yard run. Um, he was on our top 20 running backs going into the season. And then Parker Kingston uh, rushed for two touchdowns for the Roy Royals. Um, so their uh, Roy's kind of had a bounce back game here and they're kind of looking like the, the old Roy, but obviously defensively they need to, to fix things up because Clearfield isn't known for, for having a high scoring offense, especially against a big six, a school. So they need to definitely clean some things up there. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, I mean, Roy and Clearfield really close, uh, you know, in proximity, uh, Roy decided to be babies and go down to uh, the Salt Lake region. They jumped out of region one. Um, I will continue to, to pound on that because, uh, I mean, they're obviously in a weaker division, Taylorsville, uh, Granger division, Hunter, you know, West Jordan, that kind of that, that division or whatever down there in Salt Lake. I actually don't know if West Jordan, but I mean, you know, a little bit, not as, uh, I mean, they're not going up against Weaver who put up 61 points on Bonneville, um, this past Friday night, but, uh, you know, good for Clearfield. I think they're in the, one of those teams that, uh, they're not the the greatest in the state, but I think they're going to be. They've been in every single game that they've played in. They've made it close. They made it interesting. So, um, and and I don't know. Maybe you know it, it gets a lot of opportunities for the sophomores, juniors to kind of go up and play, um, and just kind of be a scrappy team. And I, I'm sure that Clearfield one of these days uh, will will get an upset and and pull something off against one of the big dogs in, out of Region One. Yeah, for sure. Um, something that I find interesting is uh Leighton. Uh I mean they're they're kinda coming out of the gate really well, obviously with a two and one record. And Jordan is is not a top tier tier five eighteen, but uh forty nine to zero is is quite a demanding victory over there. And something else I find is is really cool is their quarterback right now uh, who threw for three touchdown passes and 288 yards, I believe is in the top three in the state right now for touchdown passes. And that's just not in 6A. That's in the entire state of Utah. He is actually number two, averaging 3.3 touchdown passes per game right behind corner canyons, Devin Brown, and right in front of Caden Cox of Bridgeline. So, yeah, Garrett Gifford for for Leighton is having himself a year in uh, for Leighton. Yeah, and what's cool about Leighton is that uh, you know looking at like this next week, they do get to take on the the darts who who you know I talked about a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. uh, and so I think I think we'll see exactly where Leighton's at uh, if they struggle against Davis. Maybe Davis just had a down game, and maybe Jordan's not you know obviously not the cream of the the crop there. But uh, I'm really excited. I honestly think those guys are some mid-pack Region 1 guys and uh, being a Region 1 game this next week I mean we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot of uh, Region games this next week I think that's going to be great for for the Lancers uh, you know if you start off a win against Davis I don't care what you say everyone in that region is, is always going after Davis if you can beat Davis high uh, you could really kind of get on a roll and they'd move to 3-1 and one if they win that game so definitely watch out for the Lancers coming up 
Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely a surprise out of the gate just because also, once again, we kind of look at last year and they weren't the strongest of teams. And then to start this way, uh, and I mean, there's a difference between, you know, uh, beating a team you're supposed to um, and dragging your feet, but they beat a team that they're supposed to in the way that was surprising. You know, 49 to zero is impressive, you know, no matter who you play. So, yeah, that was something of note for sure. Um, another one is Syracuse at Westlake. Um, in our rankings, we have Syracuse that jumped up to six, I believe. The, the Titans are off to a great start, um, 3-0. and uh, we'll, we'll see. They haven't played um, any uh, top 10 competition yet. Um, somebody that could really challenge them, but they've done what they're supposed to do. Uh, Riverton, since the Riverton game, has proved to be a pretty decent team, which is making them look a little better, which is great. And Westlake, you know, there was no slouch, not the best of teams, but they're no slouch, definitely. Uh, but yeah, a really awesome win by Syracuse, and they're just jumping up the charts right now. Yeah, another another 6A team. I mean, obviously, you gotta love the Qs. Um, I want to... Uh, Growing up, uh, I always felt like we were really good uh, in, in, in non-region games. And then we would go up against Davis and we would lose. And again, maybe it's just the mentality of where, you know, that region or that area, Davis County. Uh, but so so Syracuse, continue to do what you're supposed to do. Uh, but don't psych yourselves out of, of the games. And I felt like a lot of times, um, you know, that team, we'd, we'd get up. The fans knew it was a big game and we'd drop it, right? Uh, we would lose games we were supposed to win against the subpar teams like like the, at times, you know, Davis or we'd... We, I remember we lost to Fremont. I believe it was like on the one-yard line. I mean, there's a lot of things like that. So Syracuse, just continue to do what you do. Coach uh, Coach Mike Knight up there got him, got him rolling. Uh, one game that I was really impressed out of 6A, um, this Wasatch Mountain Ridge game. Uh, I believe Mountain Ridge is 6A, as I'm looking at this here. Yes. Um, but Mountain Ridge, uh, I was actually watching, again, weird stream, but uh, I watched this because I like, I like watching a Darius Edwards out of Wasatch. Uh, Mountain Ridge put up 33 points in one quarter. Now, I don't know if that's a typo. Wow. Um, I don't know if, like, I mean, I'm just looking at Des News, uh, you know, Max Preps or whatever. But here on Des News, it says they scored seven points in the first quarter and then 33 in the fourth. Uh, did not score in the second or the third. I uh, don't know if that's a typo, but if that is true, uh, whatever whatever that, you know, pep talk was in the third quarter, like, give that same talk every single game because if you can put up 33 points in one quarter, that is impressive up against probably one of the top five teams in 5A if not top 10 uh, depending on who you talk to the Wasatch Wasp but uh, good for Mountain Ridge they're they're kind of up and down don't know what to make of them but uh, putting 33 up in in, in one quarter is definitely uh, something impressive yeah for sure and there are another team that has jumped up into the top 10 they are sitting at eight I believe in the top 10 for 6A and they are playing really good football right now uh, Wasatch may be 5A but they are uh, a top tier 5A squad so you know to put up that many points is, is always impressive um, to close out uh, the, the review of 6A uh, for week three obviously we can go to the game of the week uh, Bingham at Corner Canyon was, was a big one um Bingham fell to Corner Canyon, uh, seven to thirty-five. 
it, it was it was insane. I actually watched part of this game on TV. It was being broadcasted on television, and I thought it would be a little bit better of a game. I mean, uh, the first half was just 28-0 corner cannon. It was really over before it started. Uh, before I even got to the game, they had Isaac Wilson in as backup playing before. I, I never, I didn't even get to see Devin Brown uh, play in that game, but obviously they they stole that one and are just clearly the the best team in the state right now. Devin Brown, their quarterback, threw for 428 yards and and threw for three touchdowns in that game, and that was in three quarters. So he, he's nuts against a Bingham squad. Yeah, and Bingham just put up, insane amount of numbers against Weber. Um, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I, you know, even in, in college football, you don't love talking about Bama, but you know what? You got to respect them. <laughs> you got to respect the dominance uh, that, that exactly. they're displaying. So congratulations to the Chargers of Corner Canyon. Sorry, Bingham, uh, but you're definitely not uh, in their class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so we can go and we can talk about next week's games. I'm so excited, especially so once we start, we're starting to see some region games starting to, to to show up. And I mean, this is what it's all about. We're kind of we've learned a lot about these teams individually. Um, some of these matchups that we're seeing are just extremely exciting. And picking the game of the week uh, this week is going to be extremely difficult. Um, but just, just starting off, I mean, we have Layton Matt Davis. We talked about a little bit. That one's going to be a really good game. And throughout the years, obviously, I think Davis would be a favorite, especially at home. But the way Layton is playing and the way Davis is playing, I'm not I'm not too sure that's the case at this time. So it should be really interesting how that one shakes out. Most definitely. And sticking there with Region 1, another team that we had talked about, Fremont against Clearfield. Uh, Fremont beat up on the Highland Rams this last week, put up some serious numbers. I believe it was 41-13, to 13, if I remember correctly. Uh, but they're taking on the Falcons of Clearfield, who we just talked about. They put up some big numbers against Roy. Um, like I said, this is a team, I think Fremont, in my opinion, sitting at 3 uh, in that division right now in, in Region mm-hmm. 1. Uh, Clearfield a little bit further down. Uh, this could be a win for Clearfield. This could be a big-time win. It, it, is, it is at home. Uh, they'd move to 2-2, two and two, force Fremont to 2-2. Two and two. Uh, As far as rankings go and stuff like that, uh, Fremont, I believe, is in the top 10. So I really like yeah. that game. I'm going to definitely be tuning in uh, the best that I can. I, I know I want to say this now, and I'm sorry, guys. Uh, the in-laws are in town next week. So you know how that is. You got you. <laughs> You, you Same give with up. me. Same with me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Your in-laws are in town. So, so you know, all you high school yeah. players, when the in-laws are there, uh, you end up watching uh, the Bachelorette in Paradise or whatever the heck that is uh, <laughs> instead of. <laughs> And you, you stream on your phone. So uh, cut us some slack this next week if we don't get to watch as many games as what we usually do. But definitely want to tune into that one. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, it's truly unfortunate, not only for the high school football reasons, but college football starts this weekend as well. <laughs> so we're going to have to to find sneaky ways to to, to watch some football. I'm actually uh, there's a there's a chance I'm going to be heading to Milford. Uh, to watch the Tigers play in Milford this Friday. It's not set in stone yet, but that's that's the plan as of right now. So we're going to be able to watch Bo Hardy and, and Blake Barnes and the, the Milford Tigers over there. So uh, I hope that that actually happens, but we'll see. Um, uh, continuing with 680, Region 1. Region 2 really doesn't have any games that really uh, pique my interest too much. 
Um, uh, East at Park City is going to be a good one. Um, that one's going to be a 5A matchup there. Uh, there there's... <laughs> There's just so many different ones. I think that the the game of the week is most certainly not just in in six A, but across the board is going to be Orem at Skyridge. Right. I mean, <laughs> we're talking the big daddies in five A and the big daddies in six A right now. We're talking the number one team in five A and the number two team in six A. Uh, it's going to be a really really good game. I mean, this could be the only loss on Orem's schedule the entire season. And I mean, I would say Skyridge is probably. Well, what would you put the line at there? Um, at Skyridge, what do you got? At Skyridge, four and a half um, for Skyridge. Uh, I don't think I think it'll be a little bit more. Um, I think we're gonna need a funky score. I think both defenses are good, so I'm I'm assuming that there's going to be a safety somewhere in there. But say four and a half. Uh, I lean towards Skyridge just because. I, I, I there's and, and with Orem same thing, but there's just no indication um, that Skyridge is has struggles at all, and even with Orem, but I just think Skyridge has a little bit better talent than than Orem does. Yeah, I'll just guess the lines. <laughs> I put the line at uh, minus probably seven and a half in Skyridge's favor. There you go. But I mean. It's like it's gonna be close no matter what, and I w- it wouldn't like absolutely surprise me if Warren pulled up an upset there. Yeah, but uh, that's definitely the most exciting game I think, not just in six A but across the board. So. Um, yeah, what, what other games uh, do you have on your docket? A couple of them that I'm really excited to see. Uh, Timview against Bingham, I think, is a big one. Yeah. Timview yeah. struggled last week against Crimson Cliffs. So um, uh-huh. I think that Bingham gets a bounce back win. I think they, they kind of beat uh, Timview there. Skyridge against, or Skyview against Mountain Ridge, yeah. um, I yeah. think, is going to be a good one. Skyview did lose a couple weeks ago. Yes, a couple weeks ago. No, last week. They, they have a loss. Anyway, um, we'll get into them in 4A, but uh, Mountain Ridge, we talked about the Sentinels playing really good football, uh, took on the Wasatch Wasps, and uh, but Skyview at home is, is near unbeatable. So uh, for a 6A team to go up to Skyview, uh, to Smithfield is, is I mean, again, ch- just because they're a 4A team, the chips are definitely stacked uh, in Skyview's favor. Uh, definitely going to be a close and a fun game there. And then just to wrap up, um, I do like this Springville-Riverton game, uh, and this can kind of lead mm-hmm. us into 5A, but uh, Riverton weird against Syracuse, weird against Dixie, had a, a, a convincing win this last week, but uh you know, Springville being undefeated. If Springville can can beat a six A team, I'm definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I already like the Devils uh, with them beating uh, Bountiful this last week. But uh, I think Riverton. I I I I think that uh, Springville definitely can pull off the the upset there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I probably have Springville a little bit favored there. How about this one? How about this? Guess the line. Mountain Ridge at Skyview. What do you got? Hmm. I think it's going to be a touchdown. Skyview wins by seven or seven and a half, just to make it so so if people would try to guess, you know, because um, uh-huh. if you really think that Mountain Ridge is going to be closer, like it's really a touchdown game, you'd put the line at seven and a half. So then the Mountain Ridge fans take the, you know, obviously they take mm-hmm. Mountain Ridge plus seven and a half, and then Skyview fans are like, you know, it kind of makes you wonder. But uh, what do you got on that one? I have Mountain Ridge. I would put Mountain Ridge minus three and a half. Wow. Well, we are, so we are we'll in opposite directions. We'll, 
we are, which is good to have a little polarization here. Uh, and nothing against Skyview. Uh, <laughs> they're they're a good squad. They're a good culture. They're a good program at all times, even with uh, really um, having to refill a ton of positions. I mean, Garrett Zollinger, uh, their quarterback over there is a stud. They got studs all over the field. That being said, Mountain Ridge is, is a really quality 6A program. They already, I mean, I wouldn't put past it. Skyview, they already beat Harriman, but I don't know. Just feel it, you know? Got that feeling in my bones. So. <laughs> well, I, I, you know what? People don't know this, but you got that, that, that same feeling is that same feeling you felt with the Blake Bortles Jaguars, the Jaguars, when they went, uh, <laughs> took on Tom Brady and the Patriots. So if you've got the feeling in the bones, uh, watch out, Skyview fans. Yeah, you better watch out. <laughs> All right, so we can move to 5A. Um, we can uh, review some of the exciting games in 5A. Um, just right off the bat, uh, we look at Tooele that is turning some heads. They haven't played anyone too good. I mean, they blew out Cypress, but as you look back and you kind of look at their other games, they haven't uh, played very well this season. That was one of the statement wins that really surprised me. But as the season continues, you're starting to see who Cypress really is. Uh, they, they crushed on Uinta in Vernal, which is awesome. They won the way they should. But once again, Uinta is a school that has been struggling the last couple of years. So uh, Tula is doing what they need to do. But I can't wait to see them against a quality opponent. So, uh, looking forward to to in a couple of weeks when they play Stansbury. Yeah, and uh, I I talked about one of the games I was was most intrigued with, uh, and I talked about this on the Wasatch Bench podcast. Is the Northridge Knights on the road at Murray? Uh, Northridge mm-hmm. dropping down to six A, and uh, every all the haters out there, like I'm sorry, uh, sorry Bonneville fans. I'm sorry Woods Cross Box. Elder Viewmont fans. I understand Northridge didn't win a game last year, but goodness gracious, this is a team that's two and one, and there's no equitable justification that to put them not as to, to talk about this team. They beat Murray. Murray was undefeated on the road and put up 35 points. It was an impressive win. Uh, I think people need to start taking the night seriously and uh, watch out for them. I mean, I'm really excited. Just like you said with Tawilla, they're doing what they're supposed to do. You know what? You can only play who you play. I don't, and and most of the time it's not like they're calling up. Hey, um, you know, uh, Providence Hall, you got a game this week. It's not like that. This is this is years in advance, so you're not going to know. I mean, maybe a year or two years out, uh, uh who you're playing or anything. Uh, you can't fault them. They're winning who they. You can only beat who you play. Congratulations to the Knights on the road against the Spartans, Murray. Yeah, awesome. Awesome showing from, from Northridge. Really exciting. I'm on the Knights train. I mean, they're they're a lovable team and really easy to cheer for this year. And another team that's really kind of like that is the Pro Bowl Bulldogs. Um, I mean, I didn't really take them seriously when they beat Grantsville. Um, I don't remember exactly who they played in week two, but it was kind of the same thing. And and then they go uh, and and de- defend their home turf and beat Cedar Valley, who is you know a halfway decent five A program, but they just keep keep winning, and and they beat the uh, the Aviators forty one to twenty in that game. So just really exciting. Uh, they ha- had a uh, uh, player uh, Lima Lisi. I think Lisa, uh, who won the defensive player of the week for 5A, they uh, are ninth right now in, in the top 10. 
Uh, once again, I haven't played a crazy good opponent yet, so we'll see what happens when they're really tested. But so far, very surprising and very entertaining. Yes, yes, I liked that. Uh, one game that, uh, and and I was very critical of this team this last uh, this last week, um, but the Salem Hill Skyhawks, uh, and maybe it's mm-hmm. because Juab is down a little bit, and we can talk about this when we get to the three a hour. Uh, uh-huh. But Salem Hills, I, I was very critical of them. I said they're down. I was not impressed with their wins. I mean, they lost to Pineview. They had lost or well, lack of wins. Lost to Lehigh, embarrassingly. Um, and I was like, I honestly thought Juab could potentially pull up an upset, um, even they all, even though they are two two classifications down. But they shut me up, uh, forty-two to seven uh, against the the you know the state champs. Juab year in year out is a very very good football t- team I don't think they win this upcoming week they are playing the Titans of Syracuse on the road but uh, you know what shout out uh, respect to them for, for kind of telling me you know, giving me the big middle finger and, and putting 42 on Joab Right. It's pretty rare that, you know, we're, we're three weeks in and you really have no idea the identity of the team. But Salem Hills seems to be uh, that rare case where I'm really not sure what they are yet. You know, yeah. I, I'm not sure what they are capable. I know they're good. I don't know if they're, they're definitely not as good as last year. Maybe they're somewhere in the middle. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of a mystery of, of what Salem Hills is at this point. Right. Um, yeah, another one that was pretty exciting was, was Bountiful at Springville. Uh, this one was was a really closely contested game. Uh, Bountiful kind of, yeah, I mean, they lost the game, but they proved some things for sure against the, the Red Devils of, of Springville. Um, the Springville's pretty good, though, you know? I mean, they, they just, they're another team that just keeps winning. They're undefeated right now. Um, the Cade Delamas is, is just continuing to, to ball out at quarterback for them. Uh, they, they had a running back that ran for over 200 yards and two touchdowns in Seth Rigtrup. So they, they definitely have some stars over there in Springville. And I'm excited. I mean, they played some, some high quality opponents thus far. So they're, they're no joke. Yes, for sure. Uh, finally, I do. We, I mean, just want to talk really briefly, probably before we, we jump on, uh, two games stood out to me, uh, and sorry, I've already kind of dogged on them, uh, but Bonneville, um, a bunch of people messaged me and they said, how yeah. could you have Bonneville on my rankings or whatever? And they, they dropped out of the five a rankings. Uh, I'm sorry. You don't, you don't let a team hang 61 on you. I don't care. No, no. Um, if, I mean, obviously, Corner Canyon's one thing, uh, but Weber. I mean, they're 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 in the conversation in six A, but it's not. I mean, they've lost American Fork, they lost to Bingham, um, and so to allow sixty one points, I don't know what happened. Uh, but I'm sorry, Bonneville. I was I'm a big supporter. I mean, my dad works there, grandpa coached there, uh, uncles coached there, dads coached there. I mean, I have Bonneville ties, but I gotta I gotta call it a spade a spade. Uh, you can't allow sixty one points to be hung on you, and then to to, to maintain the rankings, right? And we do the rankings. You do the 5A yeah. rankings. I have my personal ones. Finally, real quick, just for a 5A matchup, uh, really impressed with the Dons of Spanish Fork. Uh, Desert right. Hills jumped up to a 17 to nothing lead. Uh, they battled back 14 to 20 at halftime. 
And I honestly was thinking, man, down here, uh, the heat's going to get to them. Spanish Fork is going to run out of steam. Desert Hills is going to win this. And uh, they put 14 in the third and seven in the in the fourth and, and shut out Desert Hills that second half. So uh, I, I've been up and down on the Dons. I, I, at first, I really liked them. And then it's like uh, they, they go and they lose to Crimson Cliffs. And I was like, well, I think they're going to lose to Desert Hills because I think Desert Hills is better than Crimson Cliffs. And they win. And uh, next week, up against the Springville Red Devils. It's going to be a fun game. Uh, definitely going to be watching the Dons uh, going forward. Yeah, I think that what we really figured out this last weekend is, and we'll talk about this more in 4A, is how good Crimson Cliffs is. Uh, unfortunately, they in that game against Timpview, uh, Chase Hansen, the quarterback over in Crimson uh, was injured and broke his collarbone. So that could be problematic. But wow. I mean, what they did against Tim View uh, to barely lose by five points and to blow out Spanish Fork, who blew out Desert Hills, is truly, truly impressive. So I think that's the main thing we learned is not that last week we kind of were down on Spanish Fork because they lost that game to Crimson Cliffs. Right. But I think we actually learned that Spanish Fork isn't a bad uh, football team. That's just that Crimson Cliffs is a lot better than a lot of people thought. And we're going to probably talk about that a little more in 4A. But uh, yeah, t- looking over this the schedule here, uh, going into next week, uh, we have a lot of interesting ones I already touched on. A big one is East at Park City. Park City definitely is down this year, not as good as we thought. And, and East is coming off pretty much a bye week. I mean, they didn't get to play Lone Peak, which is a killer, killer uh, ball club over there in Lone Peak. And they really get a rest, you know, and they're going to be traveling to Park City. And I think they're going to they're going to thump them pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Um, just real quick with, with Bonneville. I said this, you know, tune into the Wasatch Bench podcast. We usually do it mm-hmm. Saturday mornings. But if Bonneville loses to Mountain Crest, it's it's a complete and total sell, sell, sell. I'm at hey. like, I don't know if you ever use Robin Hood, but they say the stock, it's like 75 yeah. percent sell. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Uh, my Dogecoin, I'm going to hold it. Just this has got to get over that 40 cents. I'm holding Doge. I'm at that point. We're at like 75% holding on to Doge, Bonneville. You better whoop Mountaincrest. And I'm not talking a 28 to 14. It's got to be a complete and utter bloodbath. It needs to be a 49 to 7 stomping to get your name back in the conversation. Because I'm quite frankly, I'm tired of wasting my breath on an 0 and 3 team. I know that's harsh, but they lost to Skyview and Ridgeline. And they lost horrifically last week to Weber. Three really good teams. Not going to de- not going to deny that, but you cannot lose to Mountain Crest. Um, if you, I mean, I I thought Bonneville would be in the conversation for five A uh, state. I'm, I mean, I'm thinking semifinals. They could sneak in. Um, so they need to prove this week that they can they can beat the Mustangs and beat them handedly. Uh, for me to really, uh, you know, to, to to restore my faith in them, uh, because definitely uh, I'm excited to see it. I I don't want I don't like talking bad about teams. Uh, honestly, but uh, I, you got to you got to be able to call it what it's at. This is a huge week for Bonneville, even more than Weber. So uh, you got to beat them stings. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I definitely haven't completely sold my stock. I mean, it depends on what your expectations are. I thought they would be uh, mid to to top 
tier 5A program. And I think that's what they're going to be, you know, in the end. Obviously, like you said, they played three really good schools right off the bat. I think you're right about Mountain Crest. I think they're obviously going to win that game, but I think how they win it is going to to determine a lot uh, as to what their future of their season is um, for sure. Well, and I mean, uh, they, have, down, they have Bountiful. They have, they have Bountiful in that region who's, I think, yeah. emerging far and away the best yeah. out of that region. Like you, like you said, I mean, again, I don't want to talk bad about Bonneville, but you cannot... <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, there. this was a possibility falling 0-3, but you cannot, I mean, even if you win and you just barely win, Bountiful's number one and, and Northridge um, this week as well, I think has, I mean, I think they're going to be, be in a, a really big fight as well. Uh, and so it's like you you can't, I mean, I think they beat Conwood, but you can't drop to, to you know, obviously one and three when Northridge and, and, and uh, Bountiful are so much better. You can't lose track of that even if you're playing good teams right uh you still gotta you gotta maintain that 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 pack so we'll see but uh sorry bonneville but definitely you gotta you gotta be mountain crest mm-hmm. for sure the mount crest <laughs> pulled up maybe they pulled up an upset last week you know you better watch out <laughs> um yeah another one i really like is maple mountain at alta uh, Maple Mountain is kind of is kind of hanging around in the bubble that's right below the top ten right now for five A Alta. Uh, they've they've had they've showed a lot of offensive capabilities where they can put up big numbers on the offensive side of the ball. I think Maple Mountain at Alta should be a good game um, uh, for sure. Let's, let's do a couple guest the lines huh, okay. for five A. Yeah, that works. I'm, I'm going to pick some hard ones for you. Okay. Ooh, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Cedar Valley at Payson. Okay, that's literally what oh. I was looking at. Uh, I was going. Yeah, I wanted baby. to talk about that one. Um, Payson hasn't played anyone, in my opinion. Uh, Cedar Valley, no, I think, has not. has ran the gauntlet a little bit more. Um, I'm going to lean, lean Aviators. Probably minus eight and a half. Uh, I know that the Lions are playing good, but I'm definitely more on the Aviator bandwagon. Just because, I mean, I mean, it's the same thing. Bonneville Mountain Crest, right? If Payson goes out and they play extremely well and they win, or if it's close, all right. Well, then there's a justification to be like, okay, Payson's legit. But if they, I mean, Cedar Valley is a mid-tier team, and if they get boat raced or if they lose, it's like no. So I'm gonna go Cedar Valley. We'll go minus eight on that one. Ooh, love it, love it. Yeah, you know what? You know what? You know what? What kind of game this is for Payson? What kind of game? This is a prove it game for Payson here. Uh, you know, Cedar Valley is not like you know they're not the the cream of the crop right now. But like you said, Payson hasn't played anybody. I like minus eight and a half. I like that. What would I do? I would maybe like if I had to. That's a pretty good line. I'd probably bet the under on that. But yeah, that's that's a solid line. Let's do let's do one other one here. All right, you ready for this? Yes. Oof. Pleasant Grove at Wasatch. <laughs> that is that is a, a, a difficult one. Pleasant Grove, yeah, I haven't been impressed with. Um, I still think that Wasatch, I mean, if it really is true that you allowed 33 points in, in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter, again, I think that's more of a clerical mm-hmm. error, but maybe. Um, where my head's at, I think that Wasatch actually bounces back against the Vikings. I want to go three and mm-hmm. a half for Wasatch. I think it's going to be close. Oh. 
But uh, I want, uh, I think a Darius Edwards. Man, I, I love that kid. He is super good. He's definitely the leader. You see him on the sidelines. You see him calling out the place. Three and a half for the Wasps of Wasatch. That is literally what I was going to say. I wanted more controversy out of this, but you're just hitting them all on the head. So I was going to say minus, literally exactly minus three and a half because Wasatch is home. I think they get a couple points out of that. And Pleasant Grove is a halfway decent 6A program. So, yeah, that's good. Any of these other ones you'd like to, to go over? Well, just real quick to, to the, the listeners out there, Jeff and I, when, we, when we're preparing this, um, we do message each other back and forth, right? But it's no, yeah, nothing's prepared to be like, like uh, to argue or it's not it's not you know uh-huh. first take or um, you know undisputed it, it, we just prepare our thoughts on what we see and so that yeah. is that is incredibly impressive that we're both we're both thinking along that line one game I'm excited about uh, and uh, I, you talked about one of the teams but Provo against Viewmont Viewmont is two and one uh, doubled uh-huh. their win total from last year uh, I think that Provo wins the game but I think it's going to be close and I, I'm more watching this because Viewmont I have them at four in the Wasatch Bench rankings uh, with a potential, depending on how Bonneville plays against Mountain Crest, to move up to three. So if they beat Provo, um, they're definitely going to be like, oh, wow, like, man, tripled your wins. Good for you. Uh, If they lose you know, close, then they obviously retain their spot, but uh, definitely a team. I don't know why everyone's sleeping on Northridge and they're sleeping on Viewmont. Uh, the disrespect there, I mean, they're, they're play- both teams are playing great. You can only win or you can only beat who you play. So uh, definitely excited about that game. Yeah, for sure. I actually, I, you know what? I'm going, I'm, I'd pick Viewmont. I'm going to pick Viewmont on that game. Wow. Okay. So we're switching. You yeah. like Provo. I was a little bit down, but I'm picking Provo. Okay. Little switcherooski. Yeah. I'm picking Viewmont on that one. Just one more question before we switch over to 4A. Okay. All right. How many points does Corner Canyon drop on Jordan on Friday? <laughs> Um, I would, <laughs> I would hope they pull the dogs, um, but even the dogs are better than the the the, the starters at Jordan. So, I I want to say they keep it a modest seventy seven. I was gonna say they, I want to say I was gonna say they drop a seventy burger on them. Okay, so I was but, a little uh, bit higher, but okay. Yeah, pretty close. We're pretty close. We we seem to be in tune today, Tyler. They were just so drop stepping. Doesn't make for for great podcasting content, but you know what? It's good to know. You have a good <laughs> level headed. <laughs> All not, right, so crazy. let's move over to four A here. Let's move over to four A. I'm just feeling chill today, you know. Just talking some high school football, you know. All right, looking at four A. Four A is insane this year. I I'm gonna say it. I used to think two A was the most exciting uh, division this year classification, but I think it's four A. Four A is just absolutely nuts, and I love it. Oh yeah. So I, I especially when these region games start going on. Uh, ooh, ooh! I'm just gonna eat that up. Can't wait for that. No, it's definitely fun, and I'm going to and not to. Uh to steal any thunder or anything, but we we talked way back in in week one. Uh, we were we had the discussion. I said, "Holy cow, Logan beat Viewmont." We were just talking about the Vikings, right? Yeah. And then you were like, "Okay, yeah, yeah but Viewmont they they won one game last year. We'll we'll see what happens against Juan Diego. They throw up fifty on Juan Diego. And I was like, "Oh, you know what? Juan Diego's a small school. They just beat Stansbury thirty seven to twenty seven yeah. this last week. I mean, at some point, and and I don't know why I, I had some random guy commenting on the Instagram the IG about. Logan hey but shout out to the admin throwing up the bears on there thank you for that but 
they're this is a good Logan team, and I know that like in that region they got Ridgeline, you got Skyview, and and even Green Canyon. We've talked about Green Canyon more than we've talked about Logan, but they beat this. We beat Stansberry thirty-seven to twenty-seven. That was a really impressive win. They play some random Idaho team this next week, uh, but I'm very very interested in the Logan Grizzlies. I definitely think more people should be talking about them, and I don't know why you some random guys like throwing the clown emojis at me. Like go Logan, man. Like, come on, put it into perspective. Go, go, Grizz, man. I definitely liked that that win. Uh, them, I know it was at home, but they still beat the Stallions. Big time win there. Yeah, Logan is absolutely for real. Um, I knew they'd be for real at, at you know in some way or another. I knew they're going to be a vast improvement from last season, but this has been absolutely surprising. Uh, I thought they would win the last two games, but this one I thought would be an absolute struggle. But they won pretty handily, and they forced six turnovers in that ball game. And like I said, I'm, I'm fairly high on Sansbury. Um, not sure as high, I'm as high as I was two weeks ago after they they dropped two in a row. But I still think they're going to be a halfway decent team. But 37 to 27, kudos. Cody Kirk over there was the offensive player of the the week. Uh, for five, uh, for four A last week as well. So, uh, two um, Logan players in a row have won the offensive player of the week. So their offense is clearly just buzzing right now. Um, the most imp- the the most surprising game, I think we already touched on was was the Tint View Crimson Cliffs game. I mean, this is a Tint View t- team that is second right now in five A. And Crimson Cliffs really stuck around. I thought they were going to win this game for a second. But once again, once I, I talked about before, uh, there's been a lot of injuries in the quarterback position in St. George. Um, Fui out of Desert Hills is, is hurt. I think he's in like concussion protocol. And then once again, Chase Hansen broke, Chase Hansen, uh, broke his collarbone for Crimson Cliffs. But Crimson Cliffs, if they can... If his backup is anything close to what he has been doing, Crimson Cliffs could couldn't mess around and give Pineview a run for their money. Definitely, I think like what you nailed it on the head. It wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, a bad look for the Dons losing to Crimson Cliffs as much as it was a vindication for Crimson Cliffs in that game. Um, you know, obviously we'll see how that collarbone uh, plays out. But yeah, Pineview. Well, we said that we'd see it this week. Pineview, Crimson Cliffs, Desert Hills looks like it uh, because the and, and and of course they worked at Snow Canyon, love Snow Canyon, but they're falling back. Uh, not didn't have, they haven't had really convincing wins. They've won, but they led Ridgeline, and I know it wasn't Logan a long ways, and we were talking six and six and a half, seven hour bus ride, not fun, but they allowed forty two points. It's kind of like that Bonneville Weaver game. 42 is a lot, and when you're only scoring seven, that that's a tough one to swallow. So, uh, Crimson Cliffs—they're kind of the the upstart, cooling on Silk Canyon for me, which is which is unfortunate because mm-hmm. I love the Warriors. Like I said, I worked there. I, I live a stone's throw away from the from the high school. Hear the games from my home. Uh, definitely, kind of a crazy turn of events down here in uh, Washington County. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we look at another injury, and Bronson Barbin, the star quarterback over at Dixie, also fell the injury. So that's three of, and I think actually uh, Pineview as well had two quarterbacks 
that fell in this uh, this last weekend. So, uh, I mean, Cache Valley <laughs> was already a powerhouse, and, and St. George was right there with them. But uh, with all these quarterbacks dropping, I think it's it's, it's really unfortunate for uh, the St. George area, for sure. But that was still a quality win for him from Dixie, and I think that's going to be the first of many wins to come. But once again, a tough, tough loss from uh, Bronson Barbin uh, dropping the injury. Um, how about the Mustangs, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah Mountain Crest. Crest huh? <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, you yeah, definitely like baby. that. They, they beat the bees. Yeah. yeah, they beat the bees. I mean, Box Elder hasn't been too much of a powerhouse. Dude, how about these uh, Idaho teams, huh? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Holy cow. I mean, that's why it's tough. I mean, look at Skype, you get absolutely destroyed uh, by Rigby. But I don't know anything about Rigby. I don't. I know they're in like you know Rigby's right by Rexburg. It's pretty much Rexburg. But I don't know what to do with this. I mean, I feel like them to lose forty-three to six by almost any Idaho team is kind of surprising. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, I mean, and you don't know what classification they are in Idaho. I mean, like yeah. if they're a six A. I mean, could you imagine? Uh, you know, if Rigby really is top you know, whatever their A of 6A is in Idaho, mm-hmm. they, I mean, they should win. I mean, you would expect a, a, a Sky Ridge, uh, a Corner Canyon, Bingham, AF to beat Skyview like that. So again, you don't really know. Uh, we had, I mean, even like the Skyline Green Canyon, they won. Like, good job. Um, yeah. You got to win but, in the end, but uh, I, I don't know what to do. But the big one, and I, and I we need to obviously, I kind of want to save it, tease a little bit, but uh, Canyon View, uh, hung around right with Cedar City. Uh, shout out yeah. to the Falcons, and they went into overtime. Um, yeah. And like, I, I honestly thought when it was it was twenty to ten, I was like, it's mm-hmm. over. Canyonville is going to win, and Cedar City battled back. So watch out for mm-hmm. those pesky Canyonville Falcons uh, down there uh, in the lower classification. Kind of a surprising, but hey, Cedar City winning going to win. And uh, but I I don't know. I mean, if they stay healthy, maybe they, they make kind of a run in in. in in, down here in St. George, just due to all the injuries, but definitely uh, with a with a almost loss like that, that that one's tough. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we can go over the next week's schedule. Um, could take a look, maybe guess some more of these lines. So I'm looking here, and I mean the one the one that catches my eye right off the bat is obviously going to be Desert Hills at Crimson Cliffs. I really hope it's not a battle of the backups. I hope uh, Noah uh, Fui can come back, and he's been crushing it. I mean statistically, probably right now the best quarterback in in St. George at the moment. Um, I mean, that could change for sure, but definitely statistically, he has been crushing it, so I hope he can come back. And this is going to be such an exciting game. But I ask you, Tyler, guess the lines. Desert Hills at Crimson Cliff. All righty, here we go. I'm going to go with five uh, for Desert Hills, uh, just because Ooh. I think Crimson Cliffs has been around. They've hung around. Uh, that collarbone injury is, um, I mean, that's a, that's a tough that's a tough break. Uh, and and they have they have time to prepare, but I see Crimson Cliffs, and I actually, you know, hey janitor, shout out janitor life over at Crimson Cliffs uh, a couple years ago. Um, but I just think when you're in, when you're so new, uh, you're a newer school and stuff, you're trying everything to to prove something. Uh, Desert Hills actually 
or Crimson Cliffs took a huge chunk out of Desert Hills and the new growth out in Washington Fields uh, there. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I think it's hard to beat Big Brother. I think this is a little brother, Big Brother scenario, and and so I'm going to lean Desert Hills just because I don't know the backup quarterback. I think Crimson Cliffs fully healthy beats them, uh, and I know that mm-hmm. Desert Hills. I mean, if it if the quarterback does have a, a concussion, uh, hopefully he gets back by then. I mean, it's been ample time, seven days. Hopefully he's back. Don't want to don't want to play injured, but I would I would say Desert Hills. Um, uh, but just where Crimson Cliffs isn't fully healthy, I'm going to be I'm going to be leaning uh, for the Thunder. You know what? I, I la- yeah, I think that's spot on. I think it really is. But just for kicks, I'm going to go Crimson Cliffs in this game. I think it could go either way. I forgot about the the rivalry aspect of this gaming. Mean, it really is. I mean, Crimson Cliffs really broke off from Desert Hills, obviously, and took a lot of of their players and, and students and stuff. So I think that it's going to be a really fun game. Probably the game of the week. Uh, Mountain Ridge and Skyview is probably right there with it. Maybe Green Canyon at Morgan. But I I think that Desert Hills at Crimson Cliffs is going to be the game of the week for 4A. So I can't can't wait for that. Um, But we can talk about... yeah, Canyon View at Morgan should be pretty good. Uh, more <laughs> Morgan and Juab right now are kind of a toss up for for number one in in three A. I feel like they're pretty close. Uh, what's the line? What's the line? What do you got? Green Canyon at Morgan. At Morgan, I I, I you know what the Wolves have been impressive. Uh, they're they're yes. going. I think they're going to move to four and zero. But um, I actually so so uh, Snow Canyon beat Morgan twenty to seven. Um, I actually am going to probably lean that is the same outcome. So. Uh, I think it's going to be 21 7. So I'm going to go 14 for Green Canyon there. Uh, a little oh, bit more. Okay. But uh, I just think, I, I know it's, it, it's a travel aspect of it, is a, is a big time thing. But hey, um, mm-hmm. Green Canyon, 4 0. Morgan, I'm sorry. You're playing against another. I think you're on the same level as, as Snow Canyon. So I'm going to go uh, 14 points in favor of Green Canyon. <laughs> Awesome, love it. I mean, I'd probably say I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, obviously, not really debate that very much. I might just throw on an extra touchdown in Green Canyon's favor. I think they win by, uh, I'll just say, yeah, minus twenty one. We'll go. I think twenty one is probably uh, the, the going to be the spread in that game. I'm really impressed with Green Canyon. I think that they are the real deal. Um, maybe seventeen. Minus 17 and a okay, half. We'll go with that. That's where I put the line. Maybe in between those. But yeah, and defi- that's, 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 that's astute. Yes, and definitely just, I mean, just to wrap up real quick on the, on the first hour, the first half of the show, um, just like I, I, my same sentiment that I just uh, said on Bonneville, I have that same sentiment about Snow Canyon here. They are a far superior team than Cedar City right now, um, and but it's, it's going to be how Snow Canyon wins. Again, just because Snow Canyon has two wins does not mean, I mean, they could be 0-3 uh, just like Bonneville, but, the, but exactly what I said with Bonneville is what it is with Snow Canyon. You have to prove this game i'm at that 75 percent sell on snow canyon you need to go out and absolutely throttle um cedar for me to regain that hope and if not and if you you know what you're fourth or fifth in the region there's nothing wrong with that but i obviously had you higher i'm going to stop really you know I won't mention it as much uh, as we get into it. If you know, if you struggle against Cedar, it's uh, uh, I want to spend more time on on a team like you know Crimson Cliffs or or, or Dixie or, or Desert Hills there. So de- that's one of those games. I think almost every single uh, classification has that game where it's kind of like this is the game that they need to prove to me. This is that for uh, for four A. 
Love it. Yep. hundred percent agree. Well, that is all I have for the, our first hour of the podcast, 6A through 4A. Um, once again, uh, uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know how we can improve, what you like, what you don't like. That'll definitely help us to, to better our product and better our content. So that is it for uh, hour one. Yeah.